Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Live Oaks Golf Club and Roosevelt's at Live Oaks. Whether you're in the mood for a hot lunch or you want to go play a quick 18 with a cold beer, the only choice is Live Oaks Golf Club and Roosevelt at Live Oaks on Highway 49 North. Hey guys, listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. You think Kentucky had too much down low? Big O? Dude, Oscar, Oscar can play. He can play. That kid is talented to be that big and that age and have that kind of footwork. 21 and 22. Oh, Who drops 21 and 22? Uh, in college basketball? No, no one. No. That's Shaq at his prime, Dwight Howard at his prime. No. That's no. elite big man game. Yeah, it was. Uh, Shibway? Is that what you told Oscar me? Oscar Shibway. Shibway. From the Congo. From the post. That guy's, man, his hand-eye coordination. Again, his footwork. Uh, his oh. How about the fact that he was 7 set. 7 of 11 from free throw line for well, a big guy. For a big guy. That's and a, he's got some, some really nice touch there. That's incredible. And it is incredible. And he's, he's a wonderful player. 21 points, 22 boards, uh, 15 on the defensive end. Um, way too much to handle for Mississippi State. Uh, thought MSU played well. Um, you know, you can't miss six layups or whatever it was in the first half. And they were playing so fast. Uh, you know, they Kentucky sped them up just a little too much. And um, they missed about a half a dozen just point-blank layups. And that's too difficult to overcome when you're playing Kentucky. And, you know, Molinar was brilliant. Uh, Again, offensive scoring efficiency, which we talk about in football, it's the same thing in hoops. Uh, The young man uh, was 13 to 21. 
and you know, thirty points in a thirty points in a college basketball game is filthy. Uh, he needed more help. That's obvious. And um, you know, he got eleven from Garrison Brooks. He needed more than that. And then um, you can't have DJ Jeffries and Matthews combine two of twelve from the field. And then you know, Rocket Watts came off the bench for a little bit of oomph. Uh, for nine points, and and that's that's where you are. Better team won. Yep. Uh, but if you hit some of those point blank layups in the second half, maybe the comeback is not as uh, well. Not maybe the um, well, you're not as, you're not down, uh, and and you don't have to scratch and claw as much. But uh, it was an entertaining game. Second half for sure. Yeah. yeah second half was was entertaining, and um, it's where I. God, I'm gonna sound like a broken record. You, you just, you need another guard. Should have, should have beaten Ole Miss. Should have beaten Florida. You wouldn't. This game wouldn't hurt you, but now it does because you didn't. It's a good point. So, uh, you you got to go on the road and try to beat Texas Tech, and that'll be difficult because you probably got up. You know, you just got up for two games, a rivalry game, and then most everybody gets up for Kentucky. Win or you know, win or lose, you usually lose, but it's because <laughs> they're. Uh, they're big blue, man. <laughs> big blue nation. And uh that place was rocking last night. It was. It was a good it atmosphere. Was great atmosphere. That's what you like to see um in college basketball. Y'all know I love hoops and fun game, entertaining game. Uh, I think they'll come up short, they'll go to the NIT, but they could uh definitely surprise me and figure it out at Boy, they got to rip off some wins and and get some mojo going and not lose a game literally at home and still a couple on the road. But Molinar is a uh, really good player, and man, Blake he can take it to the goal. He he's just so when good. they tried to press him up, yeah, and then he would just slice past people. I mean, you could tell Calipari didn't really he wanted to press and play up on everybody, but it was like the problem was Molinar was getting past anybody that they put on him, so. You kind of had to just force it out of his hand and let someone else take a shot because yeah. they weren't going to hit it. Yeah. Um, here's my question for you. On January 26th, 7.35 a.m. Central Daylight Time, uh, Mississippi State is a blank team, NCAA or NIT? NIT. You're, you're, you're sure on that? Well, that's where okay. I am today. Mississippi State and Ben Howen. Ben Howen walks out on the court for Mississippi State in 2022 to start the new season. Yes or no? I'm going to go yes, okay. but if things completely unravel, then no. If they play like they can, and again, they're not they're not special or a great team by any stretch, but if they play like they can, they can win. Um, they can still win a bunch of games. Okay. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to care by then. Nobody, here's where you are in the state of Mississippi. Years ago, the NIT, hold on real quick, out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN is brought to you by the Purple Mattress at Muskelly Sleep Store. The one, the only, Purple Grid, groundbreaking, no-pressure gel technology is the star of every Purple Mattress at Muskelly Sleep Store, any of the seven locations. Good morning, welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. The Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Here's what's happened, Blake is years ago before you can remember is when when Mississippi State or Ole Miss, well, I remember the 87 Southern Miss NIT championship, and I was in love with that team, but that was a different 
you know, time in my life. But years ago, MSU and Ole Miss would get a little excited about an NIT. Well, going to the NIT and winning a few games. And Mississippi State just played in the championship of the NIT last year. And Hallen took them to Madison Square Garden in the final four of the NIT a few years ago. I was yep. at that game against Penn State where Penn State Ooh. ran them out of the building. Way better Hitting team. like 15 threes. But now, as big as college baseball is, you can't, on March 20th or whatever date that is where you accept your NIT bid, nobody cares. Nope. That's just where we are. We are so locked into college baseball by then. We are in SEC play. We have two teams that are preseason top five. Not not top 10, not not top 15, not top 20. Two teams from the same state out of 350 teams are ranked in the top five. Yeah. That's Mississippi State is is you know three four five Ole Miss is ranked high. You got a defending national champion, and so when you look at the NIT and when you get that bid on March twentieth, people are already focused on Friday MSU, night starters <laughs> on MSU and Arkansas and Ole Miss and Auburn series, and and so there's just there's there's nothing there, and there's no more oxygen in the room, and so on. So that's that's one of the frustrations. And Mississippi State still kind of thinks they're a tournament program because of what happened between 1994 and 2009, where you went to nine NCAA tournaments, including two Sweet Sweet Sixteens and a Final Four. And look, Stansberry advanced to the second round four times. He lost all four times, but he gave you a little bit of oomph into the weekend where he lost to Duke, Xavier, Texas, and someone else. Um, So that's where we are. I doubt that you can find someone better than Ben Hallen, but I also understand the complaints of uh, Ben offensively. You know, Hallen is not a guy who's going to sell the program. He's just not. And uh, that's just not who he is. I don't think he ever really has thought that way. Um. Probably didn't have to do it at Pitt when he got them winning and going to tournaments. Uh, didn't have to. UCLA doesn't. This is hard to fathom, but they don't really care. But, I mean, Polly Pavilion hasn't been packed since like 1978. But uh, when he was going to three straight Final Fours at UCLA, um, I don't even think they were showing up anyway, but he wasn't selling it. And here is a little bit different. You. People want a little bit of that Rick Stansberry. I did notice this after the game. You know me. It's rare that I stay all the way through. And uh, I watched Hallen after the game on Saturday against Ole Miss. And Ben, it's almost awkward for him. I think he's a good guy. But he he goes over to one of the alumni sections and points a little bit. He stops and he realizes he needs to kind of salute the students. And so he does. But instead of going, literally just walking all the way down and back to all in front of the student section, just a little of that goes a long way. He just kind of points at, you know, one section and then boom, he's in the tunnel. There is something to just, I'm, and literally, this comes down to like 15 more seconds, maybe 12. I don't know. Cause you, it, you know, well, he's old. So maybe 20. And, and so you just walk down. And and 
get them even more. They were still there and still excited. And you sell the program a little bit, fist pump, all that. And it's just not in him. And, and so I think that's, uh, and, and also Hallen caught his rebuild, his rebuild happened when Vic Schaefer was going to national championship games and people still text us on the ag up equipment text line and go, well, Vic sold the hump out at $5 a ticket. Not it, not it. You know, you have to buy. I think the men's tickets are 360 bucks a pop, plus they give you the licensing fee or whatever it's called. And so it's just a different way of running the numbers. Kudos to Vic and those teams. But Hallen, his upswing with Q Weatherspoon and those teams, Reggie Perry and, um, you know, Woodard and so on, coincided with Vic having a top five team in women's hoops. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. We'll have Jeff Duncan on, uh, he's with NOLA.com, Times Picayune, columnist. Jeff Duncan, Saints Insider, wrote the book, Peyton and Breeze. He will join us at 8.30 on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. So this is, uh, we're going to drop a little Sean Payton audio, and this is him talking about how he felt like it could be his final season before the year. This is Sean Payton yesterday retiring at his every, press conference. Every year you go to training camp, and the one unique thing about our job is it's entirely different than your summer. And I don't know if, if it was a year earlier maybe, depending on when Drew retired. It, look, he and I never discussed when his last game would be or when I'd be finished. I just felt like this season, wasn't, it was challenging for everyone. But, man, I felt like it was time. I felt like it was time. You know, I kind of knew maybe heading into training camp this might, but you don't, you, you, you know, you don't share that with anyone. You think, well, let's see how the season goes, and we're working hard, and and I felt the time was right for me. I felt the time was right, and it's something that I, I, I've been thinking about. That was Sean Payton yesterday. What was his opening remarks, Blake? Ninety-two minutes. Do you think a guy's ready to do TV? Was that was that not like a um, tryout? What do, what do they call him? An audition? Yeah. That was Sean Payton's audition to TV right yeah. there. 92 minutes for an opening statement. Yeah. Only Hugh Freeze spoke longer at those SEC media days. That, that was one hilarious year. when Hugh Freeze did that. He talked about his like fourth string red shirt tight ends. It Wasn't was incredible. That funny? Yeah. Sean Payton, 92 minutes. You don't think that guy kind of was ready to pat himself on the back after 16 years in NOLA? Oh, man. Hey, guys. I am the man. And he is. He is. No doubt. Hey, this is Sean Payton talking about whether he's interested in being on your television with a microphone in his hand. I'd like to try TV. And I've had some opportunities, and yet I really don't. I talked to Drew a little bit about it last night. I don't don't know that part of it that well. Um, But that'd be something that would interest me. And so... I think the hardest part is sitting in your chair saying, wait a minute, you haven't talked with a network yet? You haven't talked with, like, not a word. Um, so hopefully that opportunity comes. Uh, he had offers by last night in his agent's, uh, on his agent's phone. Rumor is he got an offer midseason. Boom. Yeah, there was already discussion of this in the New Orleans, New Orleans media like a week Jeff or two Bezos ago. Jeff Bezos called him? 
with Amazon? Well, that's a great question. Who is Amazon pushing after for I Thursday mean, he's night? He's probably hung out with Bezos at some point. Yeah. I mean, Sean likes a little celebrity, and, and that's fine. And, and but Sean likes it. He's he's got it. He's built up a little celebrity Rolodex over the there's years. There's no doubt about that. He runs in tight circle. There's no doubt. And, and his daughter's running in that space. And and you know, you always want to help your kids. And he brings a name, and you get invited to those cool, fun things in Brentwood and Manhattan Beach. Yep. I think he's been doing a little bit of that in the offseason the last decade. No doubt. And with ESPN making a very strong push at Al Michaels, trying to pull him away from Sunday night football, oh, yeah. there looks to be another big shakeup coming in NFL broadcasting. Well, give it to me. Sean Payton will be a highly coveted piece, I think, potentially, depending on how all these different other pieces move around. Yeah. And who gets left at the altar, right? Somebody will. Somebody's going to come up short and have to settle on somebody else. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Okay. And then we still have the whole Manning cast thing. Yeah, which is a totally ancillary, like, second part. Yeah, absolutely. And which will, is will someone else go that route? Will Amazon go that route and say, hey, we're going to do two broadcasts for Thursday uh, Night yes. Football. We're going to pay one crew to do the normal broadcast, and we're going to pay Sean and Drew to watch the game like the well, Mannings let, do. Let's say Peyton and Eli got, got, got $10 million a piece to do 10 games, all right? Um, I mean, that's an enormous amount of money, but it's kind of not in there and who they are. Amazon can offer whatever, Blake, for the Manning cast. I mean, seriously. They they can go to Peyton and Eli and say... Or just build their own. They can say, all right, Peyton, Omaha Productions, you know, what do you want to do? Uh, this, this, and this. All right, we'll pay you and Eli $30 million a piece. And give you four movie deals. Yeah. Yeah, and, exactly. And all this other access to everything that we're doing in the world of Amazon. Yeah. We'll to, be your distributor, help, yeah, you everything. Know, Omaha yeah. Productions, and you just have to do 10 games a year. Just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. But Sean Payton doing TV, um, you know, Sean is active on social media, which is rare for a for an NFL coach. You know, we've got the Lane Kiffin thing, and, 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 and Lane's witty and clever on Twitter, especially if you're an Ole Miss fan. You love it. You eat it up. Uh, Sean is is very active for an NFL coach on Twitter. You you don't see that from John Harbaugh, no. from Bill Belichick, um, you know Andy Reid, guys the like young that. Guys, McVay and Shanahan are not on Twitter. Yeah, Lafleur. You could go on and on, but but Sean has not only embraced it, but he's also like he's on Instagram too. I mean, it's funny. He has been out there, and he kind of gets it. And uh, I think he'll be great on TV. Most of the time, coaches are not. I mean, Bill Cower and Tony Dungy, it's a great time to take a nap, right? Drew Brees is boring on TV. I mean, Brees, Cower, and Tony Dungy, give me some of that, I'm asleep, right? Maybe maybe a little milk, and, and, and I'm good to go. I mean, Boring. Why are you taking shots at Drew Brees like that, and, man? Uh, well, he is. And I'm not saying that Drew can't find his fastball on TV. But he's no Tony Romo. Well, not just Romo, but I could go into some other guys. Uh, yeah. Michael Strahan is brilliant on yeah. TV, okay? Yep. He's got a presence. He's yep. engaging. I want to listen to what he's saying. Jimmy Johnson is unbelievable on TV. I will actually stop and while I'm walking yeah. around and listen yeah. to Jimmy Johnson and Michael Strahan Tell me what they think mm -hmm. in a world where we can get that 6,000 places throughout the week. 
with podcasts and sports talk radio. I'm not stopping when Tony Dungy, Bill Cowher, Terry Bradshaw, or Drew Brees yeah. are saying anything. Yeah. Sunday Night Football in America or whatever. That's what it's called. Football Night in America, which is what they what Dungy and Brees do. With, yeah. Well, it was great when you had you have to have some bite. Dan and Patrick. Rodney Harrison yeah. and Dan yeah. Patrick. Yeah were great, and Tony could just be irrelevant. But also the league but, was different, too. Like Access is so much now that nothing, they don't do anything that I haven't already seen 15 times no by doubt, that point. No doubt, because you and I have the NFL Network on every morning and all that stuff. I mean, Good Morning Football, is, which is their morning show, is a million times better Elite. than anything you're going to get on Sunday from Terry Bradshaw, Tony Dungy, or Bill, Bill Cowher. And none 100%. of those uh, on, the, on that broadcast are former players. And there's only one former, I'm sorry, former coach. And there's only, they only rotate in one former player out of the four studio hosts. Yep. So um, we're looking for interesting, and that's not where it is. Now, I got a segue real quick. Aaron Rodgers absolutely smoked the mainstream media, and he crushed it. The Out of Bounds show is brought to you by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood, MackHikeFlowood.com. This is Aaron Rodgers talking about the mainstream media. The vitriol, the hatred, those words. I'll be honest, I've been insulated from it. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of it. I know it's out there. I'm sure it's out there. But I do, uh, I do have empathy for, for those individuals who have been dealing with this fear. Is the hatred based on the fact that I don't have that fear, that I've taken responsibility for my own health, uh, possibly? Uh, that I don't fall in line uh, with a you know a narrative, possibly, but I will say I, I don't believe that hatred and fear and name calling and any of this stuff is going to get us out of this pandemic. It's going to be love and connection and actually conversation and debate and information sharing, and not information sharing that's fact checked by the same individuals who are you know, running the pharmaceutical industry. When you look into some of those connections, it is interesting to see some of the connections between fact checkers and boards. Oh, and, no. and that's and that's too bad. Nailed it. Aaron Rodgers nailed it. The mainstream media. For them, it was never about health or sharing good, accurate info. It was always about pushing fear and division. Aaron Rodgers nailed it. And for him to say it, because, you know, there's so many cowards in the entertainment industry that won't come out and say it. Only those that oppose that view are allowed to say anything. Um, I love the comedians from all different backgrounds. The comedians have never let up the last two years. I mean, they smelled this thing and were like, what? And they have come out left and right and just, you know, pushed back and hammered the, the mainstream media. Aaron Rodgers is what we all need with a cup of coffee. I mean, that was smart logic and reason. We've gone into this abstract place of nonsense. Kudos to Aaron Rodgers. One of my favorite players now. Never knew I, I never knew he would be like, I've loved watching him play. He's great. He's had all these great moments on Sunday, but I never thought that I would, I would like, you know, there's Dak and then there's, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, Close 1A. A couple other guys, too. But uh, so, Blake, do you, what, what are you talking about with this um, Jackson Dart? Oh, yeah. The right, latest. So, so, we got Caleb William. Uh, let me set this up for our listeners. I know a lot of you are busy. We've got about a, a minute. I'm going to let Blake 
go for 20 seconds or so. Real quick, Blake. Caleb Williams played at Oklahoma last year. Yep. Rumors that he was going to follow Lincoln Riley to Southern Cal. It was all but done. Jackson Dart played some at Southern Cal last year. Yep. Rumors that he's heavily, uh, you know, leaning to Ole Miss. Yes. Uh, where are we now? Well, so we don't know, but he, what's the scuttle? The like? latest over the over the last 24 hours is that Caleb Williams, who was all but at USC, is no longer all but at USC, and that Wisconsin is not only a heavy player in landing the former Oklahoma quarterback who still has three years of eligibility left but but also that they're maybe the front runner now over southern cal which is throwing a wrinkle in jackson dart's plans because now jackson dart is supposedly waiting out caleb williams to determine whether or not lincoln's going to bring him back to southern cal this is what we call drama drama in the Sun Belt. good morning welcome in espn 1059 the zone the out of bounds show is brought to you by the Purple Mattress, the one and only Purple Grid. Groundbreaking, no-pressure gel technology is the star of every Purple Mattress at Miskelly Sleep Store. Seven locations. Check them out. Go, test it out, lay down on it. You'll love it. We've been sleeping on a Purple Mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store for six or seven months. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Jeff Duncan, Saints Insider. At 8.30 on Sean Payton retiring. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.